Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Main Street UCI, the podcast about all things Disney. I'm Jennifer. I am Zen. And I am Emily. Welcome to another water cooler episode, where sometimes it's Disney and sometimes it's not, but it's always fun and interesting. Today, oh, uh, today, what was I going to talk about? I completely forgot. <laughs> oh, oh no. I know. Oh my god, I was just thinking about. It. Okay, it's um, they now have a release date for Free Guy, and it's going to be on Disney Plus. Yay! Wow. So I it's didn't be in- know it was a Disney movie. I didn't it's- either. I think it's a Fox movie. Oh, oh that makes sense. Okay. So I think it's a Fox movie. So it's going to be released on February 23rd, 2022. And I think it might also have release, which is unusual on, um, on, uh, HBO max as well. Oh, snap. So, um, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, very interesting. I, I'm kind of, you know, because all these Fox movies, we've been watching all these Fox movies quickly move over, like all the X Men movies. You're starting to see them on Disney Plus, so it's interesting to see more recent releases move over there too. Mm-hmm. I've actually seen it, Free Guy. Ooh, did you enjoy it? It was. I'm glad I watched it for free. Oh, <laughs> and on a plane. Oh, no. <laughs> Free Guy. Yeah, so I watched it on the plane um, a couple weeks ago, and it wasn't it wasn't bad. I'm gonna it it wasn't bad or anything like that. It was just like mindless it, fun. It yeah, kind of. I mean, and it's just oh. Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds, not really playing. He's just playing himself. Mm-hmm. Um, Does Ryan Reynolds play anything else? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, <laughs> he's just him. Um, it was. It was int- I did not. Well, we know that Taika Waititi's in the movie, and he, right. he plays the villain. So it was very strange to see him in a villain role for me because he's usually like the lovable guy made of rocks and Thor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, like I really did not like him in the movie, which I mean he played it well. It kind of like it built up the whole storyline. Built made it. It like the ending was kind of like a letdown for me. I felt like it could have been more. I don't know. They just built it up so much, in, like throughout the whole movie, that the the way that they resolved everything was kind of just like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it was still fun. I I still enjoyed it. Um, again, I wouldn't have paid money for it to watch it in the theater, <laughs> but if I can get it, and I, you didn't exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. But free is good. Right. Free is yeah, good. I mean, if you're not doing anything else on a plane, might as well, right? Yes. So. Yeah. I'm not ready to go back to theaters just yet. So anytime that it's like, okay, this will be released on this date. It's like, cool. I will wait till then <laughs> and I will survive because, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, okay. So that's the other thing that I'm waiting for uh, is uh, the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I was like looking on HBO. So like HBO was at the beginning of the year was talking about these are going to be simultaneous movie theater release and um, HBO. Is it HBO Plus? Mm-hmm. I think it's HBO Plus. Um, HBO Max. HBO That's it, Max. Max. Yeah, 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 yeah. HBO Max release simultaneous, and 
I was like, great. And so I was like looking at the lineup last week and as of the matrix, they've run out of simultaneous releases. Oh. So going forward, they have not set a schedule of any new movies that will be released at the theater and, um, and, and streaming at the same time. Hmm. So I'm kind of curious to see where, so it's kind of a good thing because that means movie theaters are doing better. And if movie theaters are doing better, that means maybe some of this COVID stuff is going away. Mm-hmm. But at the yeah. same time, it's bad for me because I don't get all this free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right? <laughs> so, so there you go. That's mine. Nice. Okay. Um, then let's take a quick sponsor break and we'll come back. They're called goals for a reason. There's something to strive for. They require attention, and they need sweat and hard work to achieve. Do you have a career goal? At UCI Division of Continuing Education, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. Start today at ce.uci.edu. That's ce.uci.edu. Welcome back, everyone. Um, I have you okay. Have either of you heard of this YouTube series called Hot Ones? Oh no! Oh, is it's, it the one with like the they, the hot sauces? Yes. They okay. Eat chicken wings with hot sauce. Okay, so it's been around for a while. Um, I should have looked up oh, since when before this. <laughs> it's it's definitely been. It's a YouTube um, series from this channel called First We Feast. And I'm not sure if they have any other series, but this one seems like the biggest one. Um, And it's hosted by this guy named Sean Evans, who is a YouTuber, obviously. (laughs) And he has built this show up. um, And exactly what Jennifer and I were just saying, it's he invites celebrities onto his show. They sit in across from each other at this round table and they have like 10 hot sauces or something in front of them with chicken wings and together Sean will um, ask the select, like ask questions, interview the celebrity as they eat the chicken wings with the hot sauces and the hot sauces uh, increase in intensity as they oh, go. No. <laughs> so it gets real intense. Like the last one's like uh, it, they use the Scoville, like that spicy metric scale uh, and it gets real intense they have like people on the side ready to like throw them milk and water and all the things administer cpr yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but it's been going on for a while they actually have i found it um 16 episodes i'm episodes no wait no seasons seasons oh my gosh seasons 16 seasons 227 episodes so i think snl did a skit about them too with like beyonce Maybe. I am honestly very new to this. I've heard about it for the longest time. Like my friends will bring it up, but I've never seen the appeal of just watching someone eat or watching two people okay. eat hot uh, sauce. Subscribing now. Mm-hmm. Subscribing now. <laughs> and then uh, Tom Holland went on and I kept seeing clips from his Hot Ones interview because he's like so British and proper and like just funny. Again, he was promoting the new Spider-Man movie. Of Mm -hmm. course. And so it was just really funny seeing all like the short clips on TikTok. And I was like, okay, I'll watch this one. 
and I watched the entire thing and it's it's incredible because sh- the the host Sean Evans he's done this like I said 16 seasons and he so he's eaten this many wings with these hot sauces for 16 seasons and I'm just so amazed at how composed calm and composed he is when he's cuz he asks pretty good like interview like he's a good interviewer and it's he struggles every time like he like he eats the same hot sauce that the celebrity's eating and you can see like tom holland just like sweating on like the third or fourth one i think there's 10 um hot sauces but it's so funny just to like they have to um you know and tom holland is known for like spilling secrets without any prompting oh yeah oh no (laughs) right and so it was so funny he got to like the third or fourth one like i said he started sweating and he he was like, Sean, man, like, you could honestly ask me anything right now. And I'd probably tell you because I can't think. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but he was really good. He didn't, like, spoil anything. But it was just really funny. <laughs> and then amazing. after I finished Tom Holland, actually, what Tom Holland said, he was like, I've loved your show, man. Um, one of my favorite episodes is the one with Paul Rudd. And there's this meme of Paul Rudd where he's like, look at us. Like, look where we're at. Um, and I never knew where that was from. And it turns out it was from the Paul Rudd Hot Ones uh, episode. So then I went and watched Paul Rudd's. You could totally go down the rabbit hole in this. I only watched two. Right. But, <laughs> uh, so Paul Rudd's was really funny. He um, is not vegetarian or vegan, but they, but he, I guess he's trying to be. So instead hmm. of chicken wings, they gave him um, cauliflower. And then it's always funny because, well, I say this as if I've watched all of them. I've only watched two. But both Paul Rudd and Tom Holland were like, I'm going to do this whole challenge without drinking any water and any milk. Like, as a, as if that's, like, easy to do. And, of course, like, on the third or fourth one, like, halfway through, they're, like, chugging milk. And they're like, where's the milk? <laughs> Give me more milk. I need more milk. Uh, it's just a fun, interesting way to interview people um so if you're curious on watching other people i know he's interviewed um like i think well i don't know if beyonce was on his or if it was just the snl skip but he's also done like will ferrell um oh my god shack shaquille o'neal um i've seen that one show up a lot yeah, I'm like memes and stuff. He's done a ton, and it's just like, how do you eat so many hot wings, hot sauce, hot, you know, but you know, with hot, like, how do you conduct yourself so well and ask like these questions and not want to like change it up? Like, maybe we should do like sweet sauces this time or something. <laughs> oh, um, but it is pretty funny. Um, that would be an interesting thing, like. Like, let's say you have stuff that is increasing in sweetness until it's, like, unbearable. Yeah. And then see, or even, like, sour, too, you know? Yeah. And I think they even put some, like, they even maybe mix their own hot sauces that aren't even, like, available to, per- like, to purchase in stores. Like, you could purchase on, on their own store or something like that. But it's, like, oh, man. crazy, like, so crazy spicy that, like, it's just their own concoction of stuff. Jeez. Um, but yes, it's funny. And I could totally just go down and just watch, go down the rabbit hole and watch all of it. And, and it's a lot. I know there was one episode where Lord, the singer, was on. 
and she hmm. was unfazed the whole time. Really? really? Yeah. Which was in, I, I've heard. I and she's British. Her. Yeah. Or she's like, New Zealand. New, new, oh, new, new, okay, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but, but the thing is, like, uh, they're not famous for their hot food. Right, so. exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, it's just funny to see how people react. Man, that's awesome. I aspire to that. Like, I don't do very well with too much heat. <laughs> oh, my God. Either. I would cry on, like, oh, a my God, one. that's hysterical. <laughs> it's amazing. Yes. I, All right, that was like my main one. I also wanted to like throw in <laughs> another one. Um, have you guys seen the Fantastic Beasts um, Secrets of Dumbledore new trailer? Or actually, not new trailer. It's just the trailer that was released recently. Um, no. Okay, so I only watched it once because it's one of those movies where I just I want to watch it and like see everything for the first time. Um, but the biggest thing is. The, like Johnny Depp was replaced as yes. the villain oh. Grindelwald, and he was replaced by I call him evil, evil Elon Musk because I can't I cannot remember his name. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Elon Musk isn't evil. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? The evil, looking one. Um, but he's the guy who played the villain in like Doctor Strange and also like the Jane that. Oh, oh. oh. Um, something he has like a foreign name <sighs> yeah i can picture him i can't picture i don't know his name Dang. yeah he's he's a really great actor too oh mads mads mickelson mads mickelson yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, interesting that was like the biggest thing and then they kind of um, they show more of Hogwarts, and the other big thing is that you oh, actually have either of you watched the other two Fantastic Beasts movies? I saw the first one, okay, and I missed the second one. I think that's but fine. it's fine. I don't mind spoilers. No, no, no it's fine because I was going to start referencing characters, and I was like, if I'm gonna, I don't know if you guys have watched it. Um, also, like, good to note that these movies. I watch them for the magic and not for the storyline because the storyline is not good. At all. <laughs> it, like it makes no sense most of the time. Um, but there's this guy who plays a muggle or a not no mag- a non magic guy who's part of like the main cast, and he they actually give him a wand in this third Ooh. movie, which I'm curious to see how that happens. Because like, is it a wand that's like Pre magic magified with, oh, yeah. yeah, with just like you only have ten spells. It's it's an like in in they call them enchanted items. <clears throat> okay. So in, in in like there's a lot of different fantasy lore. Is there's people who are magicians, and then there's a thing that they call mechanics. So a magician truly actually has innate magical powers. Then there's the mechanics who actually use enchanted items. To f- perform magic. Oh. Does that make sense? So yeah, they're not yeah. magical themselves, but the items that they carry about them, they are all charmed. So, you know, the end result is the same. Oh, okay. Hmm. So, so I'm one. So, you know, if you're going to fantasy lore, is like, are they kind of a mechanic where yeah. they're using an enchanted item which replicates or it looks like they're, they have magic powers? cool 
It's actually there's one there's one clip in the trailer where he the the nomad or that's I hate I do not like that term the muggle <laughs> um, he's actually sitting in Hogwarts in the Great Hall and he's sitting across from some students like they're all eating and then the students like they're like where did you get that and he goes I got it for Christmas <laughs> um, so it's just I'm curious to see how the movie will play out because it's supposed I don't know if it's the last movie of the series or if they plan on making more um because the whole storyline that they're like kind of trying to follow i guess is this big um duel between grindelwald and dumbledore like when they were young and so Mm -hmm. i don't know if they're gonna show it or if they're just gonna like milk this series and make it another one where they actually duel on the next one anyways I bet they milk it just because <laughs> they saw how popular all the previous ones were. And it's yeah. like, you know, anything you can do to continue the and hype. They have no books to like, they, they have to follow. It's completely just written for movie. Oh yeah, that's right. So, very interesting. And um, in case you're curious, it is going to come out next year in April. Oh, but I don't know if it's like theater only or simultaneous something well, if sure. you really <laughs> think about it fantastic beast really isn't even a story right oh, isn't no. it based yeah i mean that wasn't even really a story it's based off of the person who wrote the book that's existing yes mm-hmm. exactly which is more of an encyclopedia more than mm-hmm. anything yeah else. yeah <laughs> like let's take this guidebook and <laughs> yeah and find out you know and do a story about the author of it so mm-hmm. so which, I mean, that works. I I like whenever, you know, people flesh out universes even more. So it feels more like a living, breathing, like, time and place. And so, we call it the Mandalorian. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so. Which isn't, that one's, that one's not coming back yet. But the Boba Fett one is yes. coming pretty oh, yeah. soon, right? Yes. I think they're going to do, next year will be the Mandalorian and this year is the book of Fett. Is that what yeah. you're calling it? The book of Fett. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting. So. Cool. Well, cool. Well, I think actually speaking of the book of Boba Fett, they have like some kind of throne right now at downtown Disney where you can actually like, like it's one of those photo op type of things that they do periodically. And you uh-huh. can actually sit in that throne and take a picture. So wow. that's pretty neat. <laughs> is it like the Game of Thrones throne? I with all the swords. It's it's um the same one that uh Jabba's sitting in, right? I think in the oh, movies. Okay. Ah. okay. So I mean if they wanted it to be really realistic, maybe it'd be a little more slimy or something, but <laughs> Okay. Just because we're here in Thrones, here's some random trivia. So Queen Elizabeth apparently visited the set of Game of Thrones. Whoa. And so they were showing her around and she had an opportunity to sit in the throne and she would not sit in the throne. Oh. And apparently, well, of course, for some of the, you know, some <laughs> social media reasons. Yeah. But as a queen, she is not allowed to sit in the throne of a foreign country. Oh, even a make-believe one. That's interesting. She she may have taken it to another level, but, you know, even a make-believe, but she 
you know, her duties say she cannot sit in a throne of another country. And, mm. and th- therefore she, she apparently did not sit in the game of Thrones throne <laughs> made out of swords. Man, how proper. That's very proper. That's sad too. Like <laughs> even just sitting in the one that they had kind of like touring around for Comic-Con, like that was fun. You know what? But you Lumber. know, being queen of, queen of England probably has some of some perks that we're not aware of too. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> like we get to sit in a plastic chair, basically, but she gets to go and you know meet the cast and stuff. So it evens out, right? <laughs> yes. Be the queen of multiple countries. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, aside from the. Boba Fett new throne. There are some other new interesting things happening in Disney news. So first of all, did you guys hear that there is a new three day SoCal resident ticket? Yes. What? No. Yes. Tell me more. So these are only going to be available to be used on weekdays, but weekdays does include Fridays this time. Like I think, during summer, they had something where it was like if you came during Monday through Thursday, then you got like a poster of um, Avengers Campus or something, and they purposely left out Fridays. But at least for these tickets, Fridays count too. It's just not good on weekends. And there might even be some other blockout dates too. But yes. So, and the other thing about these is um, I know sometimes. People have tried to get these tickets and then upgrade them into a pass, but I don't think you're allowed to do that with these. I think you have to either have a completely unused ticket and then you can upgrade that to a pass or just use it the way it is. In the past, what they've done is like if you paid, remember when they're like 50 bucks, they would Mm -hmm. put 50 bucks towards your applicant, towards your Mm -hmm. um, annual pass. Yeah. So I, you know, it'd be really terrible of them not to because you would think it in well maybe they're not trying to encourage that annual pass kind of thing too i think that's it because the other part is they had to stop selling two of the annual passes so far so i think right now they're just like nope we're gonna make it a little more difficult so (laughs) but hey at least you know it's a discounted ticket still yeah yeah so that is happening and the other news is It's a Small World Holiday is going to stay open pe- or beyond the um, end of all the holiday stuff at Disneyland. So I think it's closing end of January, January 23rd, I think. Oh, no, it closes on the 24th so that they can take down all the holiday stuff. So at least anyone who came early and missed out because it was still being worked on now you have a chance to come back and see the holiday stuff nice yeah so and i think i'm trying to think if there's any other oh there is one other thing i saw um in disney news and i'm not sure if either of you have heard of this but apparently there is a pass holder lawsuit that's happening against disney for the magic keys what so Apparently, um, someone has started the process in trying to have a, um, like a class action lawsuit against Disney for the magic he passes because, um, you know, 
especially like for the dream key, a lot of people are saying, Hey, we bought the dream key. We paid, you know, I think it was like what $1,400 for this thing. And we were under the impression that there were no blockout dates. So we could go whenever we want. And that's not the case. We have to keep making reservations and then days are sold out and the whole thing. Right. But I personally, I don't, think they're going to be very successful just because I'm pretty sure Disney had stuff in their fine print that basically alerted everyone like, hey, even though it looks like you have availability anytime based on this calendar, that may not end up being the case due to restrictions or limitations or whatever. You know, like, I don't think Disney would leave themselves open for anything like that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But does that surprise either of you? (laughs) No. No. <laughs> I mean, we've been hearing, especially like seeing the comments from people for a long time. I think maybe even Stephanie alluded it to it too, where it's like, it's kind of amazing that you pay so much money for this and then you really can't utilize it to its full capabilities like you could with the previous passes. But yeah, you know. I'm kind of curious why it's gone to this point because in the past. There was, I think they had said at one point there was one million Disneyland passes floating around, mm-hmm. and I've never in the past have heard. I mean, yes, there's like the Christmas time and whatever, but essentially you you just showed up with an annual pass at any given time, and there's a couple of days just like yeah, I know I'm not going to get in, you know, or mm-hmm. like this is going to be difficult to get in, and they're going to close the gates. Mm-hmm. But now it seems like every single day they're at capacity, and I thought they're at full capacity now. It feels like it. I mean, I haven't been back in a while, but from what I've seen, even on like YouTube. I mean, it looks crowded, so yeah, it's hard to tell. So, um, so the thing is that you know, and that's and this Disneyland's capacity is roughly about eighty five thousand. Mm-hmm. So the question is, is like, why are they having such a hard? Why why is there such an increase in demand that everyone wants to go or people can't get in? I don't know. I know it's it's hard to tell because it almost feels like, like, okay, I can understand people having that pent up, like, man, I miss going to amusement parks. I really want to go back. And I think there's also something to be said about all the, um, you know, like Disney YouTubers and influencers who show off things. And then it's like, oh, wow, I've never, I never knew that that was a thing. Now I really want to go try that too. And so mm-hmm. like, maybe that is also partially a thing, but yeah, I don't know. I For me, it feels like Disney's trying to be very calculated in the mixture of people that they have at the parks. And I think even Chapek has said something to that effect where it's like they, they're looking for like the right balance, the right mix of like pass holders and visitors, mm-hmm. like single day ticket kind of thing or multi-day ticket. And I don't know. It just it feels like it's. They're, they're trying to be so, like, exact with these proportions or, like, these measurements that it just, yeah. it makes it so frustrating. So, I, I can definitely see why people would be, you know, wanting to take action and have some kind of, like, legal thing. But at the same time, it's like, you have to remember that this is a business and they've thought of every angle to begin with. And so... 
you know, just because we look at something and we assume like, oh, well, this is the replacement for the thing I'm used to. And so therefore it should be the same. That's not necessarily the case. And you can't force a business to make it that way, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I just think they almost should do it like essentially. I hate to say it, but like something like, okay. Um, $800 for 12 passes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything beyond 12 passes, 50 bucks. Right. You know, it's still half off, right? It's still half off of gate prices, but it discourages you from showing up every single day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think the majority of us would love to be able to show up. You know, actually, it's not as good of a deal as it currently is. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that, you know, I, I'd happily for 800 bucks buy to tw- have 12 passes. Yeah. I mean, 12, 12, 12 days to go into Disneyland. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's I think, kind of. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I mean, it just seems like that's that's reasonable. Like, or even like, let's, you know, like the thing is, this is $50 a pass, 12 times. It could be even $600, mm-hmm, you yeah. know, but every single one, you know, every single one afterward, you know, you pay up a front. It's great. Disney gets it. They get to make the interest on our money. And then anything beyond that, I still have to pay. I mean, maybe not even 50 bucks. It could be 40 bucks or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it, it, you know, the thing is, how many times can you go for 40 bucks? It's still kind of, you know, I'm not going to go every single day to eat dinner. Yeah. So they're still making money, but at the same time, it, it slows down the the number of times people attend. I don't know. Yeah. No, I think that's a good idea just because that's even kind of the mindset I've been in with getting the Enchant Pass where, you know, it, it was kind of like, okay, it's not really like we don't know what COVID's going to do. So I really don't want to go like during the maybe higher transmission times anyway, kind of thing. So when my mom and I were discussing this, we were kind of like, okay, we'll go like, if we can go X number of times, we've made it worthwhile. And so that's kind of that mindset of like, okay, we're not getting this to go every single day, but we're getting this to make it like a discount on the days that we do go that kind of thing, you know? So so yeah, it'll be interesting to see if anything changes as a result, but I honestly don't see anything changing. <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah. So, and I know like, you know, a lot of people have been like, okay, well, when are the reservations going to end? And I don't really see that going away anytime soon yeah. either, unfortunately. So I think Disney's really happy with being able to predict how many people are going to come and... I don't see them getting rid of that easily. So we'll see. But yeah, Disney news, Disney happenings. Who knows? So I think that probably does it for this episode of Main Street UCI. So thank you for listening and be sure to check out our previous episodes at ce.uci.edu slash podcast. And if you have any questions or requests, please send us a message on social media. You can find us at Main Street UCI. We'd love to hear from you. And thanks again for that last downer of a subject, Jennifer, <laughs> and our sponsor, the University of California, Irvine. It's news! <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> News isn't always happy, unfortunately. <laughs> UC Irvine Division of Continuing Education. Find their career boosting courses at ce.uci.edu. And with that, we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye. Bye.